Welcome to Abergavenny Baptist Church. Life, faith, together. So the reading today is from Matthew chapter 7, and it's from verses 21 to 27. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. The next section is called The Wise and Foolish Builders. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning, everybody. It's good to see you this morning. Um, So I've called my sermon a very original title, The Wise Man Built His House Upon the Rock. Um, Does anyone know a song about that? Do you remember way back in your childhood? Um, I remember being a little girl, and in Sunday school, we learnt this song, and it went, the wise man built, and we had to do these actions, house upon the rock, the wise man built his house upon the rock, the wise man built his house upon the rock, and the rains came tumbling down. The rains came down, and the floods came up. The rains came down, and the floods came up. The rain came down, and the floods came up, and the house on the rock stood firm. And then we heard about the foolish man. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. And the rains came tumbling down. Well, the rains came down and the floods came up. And the rains came down and the floods came up. And the rains came down and the floods came up. And the house on the rock went splat. Oh, house on the sand, that's right. Went splat. Thank you, Martin. Okay. I remember that. I did say to Matt, I did, um, I did say to Mike, we'd sing that, and he said, no, you won't. Um, but we did. The wise man built his house upon the rock. So my question to you this morning is, what kind of builder are you? Now, I'm a little bit nervous, because I know that Jonathan's an engineer, um, so my, my technical terms may go amiss slightly. But what kind of builder are you? I wonder, have you ever built anything? Now, most of you say, no, I've never built anything. But have you built a sandcastle? Yeah. Have you built a snowman? Have you built a Lego tower? Um, Maybe you're a more advanced builder. Maybe you've built a bookcase or a different piece of furniture. Maybe you've built a garden shed or a house. 
I'm useless at building. Okay, I cannot follow. I think it's because I'm impatient. I can't follow instructions very well. And um, you give me, I can do level one Lego and that's it. Okay, anything further, I'm lost. My husband's a very good builder. He follows instructions. He takes his time. He makes sure everything's firm and secure. Um, recently, we've just had Valentine's Day. I wonder if anyone had flowers or chocolates. We got an exercise bike. Um, and Matt put it together. And he took it, the nuts, the bolts. He made sure that the, I don't think they're called stabilizers, but you know, the stable bits on the bottom, so that when I sit on it, I can pedal to my heart's content and I don't fall off. It was really good. I'm glad he made it, not me. Um, but I wonder, what kind of builder are you? The good news about the bike is it's still standing. Um, but what kind of builder are you? In our passage today, um, we are looking specifically at verses 21, uh, sorry, 24 to 27, the parable of the two builders. Um, Jesus has been spending the last hour or more teaching the crowds in the most famous sermon ever, Sermon on the Mount. Um, he'd been empathizing with them. He'd been addressing some of the insecurities of life. And it's been quite a long sermon. There's a lot of really good stuff in it. And it started back in Matthew chapter 5. And so now, as we reach our passage today, we are, becoming, we are coming to his conclusion. And it's quite a scary conclusion, actually. So if we have a look, chapter 7, verse 24, starts with these words. Oh, sorry. These, these are my points, just so you got it. Dig deep. Oh, he's gone back to my thing. That's okay. Dig deep. Practice what you preach and stay safe. That's what I want you to take away today. All right. Dig deep. Practice what you preach and stay safe. So the chapter, uh, the verse is this. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. So to us, it seems obvious, doesn't it, really? Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them. It's not a case of just hearing God's words. It's putting them into action, okay, doing them. And if you do, then you will be like that wise man who built his house on the rock. Well, first of all, which words? Which words? He's referring to the sermon he's just preached on the mountain. Um, the entire sermon is all about how we live our lives. What do we do in our lives? We should be like salt and light. We shouldn't judge. We should care for the poor. We should look after the needy. So Jesus is referring to what he's just been talking about. And there's a huge crowd here. These crowds have come from Galilee, Judea. You know, they've come across Syria to hear him. His disciples were there as well. And they would have been listening very carefully to everything that Jesus has been saying. But the key thing is not just to listen to what God's word says. It's to do it. It's quite easy, isn't it, to come to church on a Sunday morning and to listen to the sermon, um, to read your Bible, to pray. But then do we go away and forget everything we've heard? Or do we put those words of Jesus into action? 
those that do will be like a wise man who builds his house upon the rock. It makes absolute sense. You know, you wouldn't want to build your house on sand, would you? That would be ridiculous. It would fall over. And actually, the tide would come in and wash it away. So his, his readers, his listeners, would have really understood this illustration. And they'd probably think it was a bit absurd. Why is he telling us this? It's obvious you build your house on firm foundations. You build your house on solid rock. Well, the thing is, yes, it makes sense, but how often do we do things but we don't have anything to base those actions on? I don't know whether you've ever done this, but have you ever done anything stupid in your life? Are there any things in your life that you wish you could take back because you've done them and you know you shouldn't have done them? Okay, as I said, I'm not great at building anything. Okay, level one Lego, remember. But there are things in my life that I've done that I wish I could erase, that the sea would come and just wash them away. And the reason that I've done them is because I haven't really thought about it. I've just things on the spur of the moment. Some of you who are quite sporty might have heard of Nike, the great sports brand. Does anyone know what their logo is? Just do it. Ridiculous. They didn't just do it at all. They took hours, millions of money to come up with that logo. Just do it. Nah. Let's get our foundations right first. Let's think about what we're doing. You see, when Jesus is talking about these houses, he's talking about our spiritual houses. And the crowds would have known that. They would have been used to the the winds and the storms that come to their particular area. In fact, the gusts of wind and the rain was torrential where they were living. And so, as I said, our three points today I want you to remember are to dig deep, practice what you preach, and stay safe. So let's start with digging deep, okay? Good foundations are very important when you need to build a house and when you're trying to live your life. Now, something happened um, in the, I want to say, the 12th century. There was a tower, a bell tower was built. You may recognize this building. It's the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Now, personally, I think that person is probably on a level one of Lego too. That tower, to me, does not look very safe. Doesn't look very straight. And actually, when the tower was built, this is the bell tower of the Pisa Cathedral, and it's known for its four degrees tilt. Now, as I said, I'm not a great builder, I'm not an engineer or an architect, but I know how to use a protractor. And I assume that a four degrees tilt Starts off pretty small, but as something gets bigger, that tilt becomes enormous and slightly worrying. Well, the tower actually began to lean during its construction stage. It wasn't even built and started to lean. It was during the construction stage. And it was because it was built on soft ground that could not properly support the weight of the tower. Which to us is like crazy. And it was worsened through the completion of the construction in the 14th century. So by 1990, the tilt on the Union Tower of Pizza 
had reached five and a half degrees. And it was only because of its remedial work between 1993 and 2001 that the tilt was reduced to 3.97 degrees. Your foundations are really important. I wonder, when the storms hit your life, how deep are your foundations? The interesting thing is that in the passage it says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like the wise man who built his house on the rock. It doesn't say a rock or some rock. It talks about the rock. And that rock are the words of Jesus Christ. You see, what are you building your house on? What are you building your spiritual house on? How secure are your foundations? Because the thing about building a house is that the only time you'll ever know how secure those foundations are are when the storms hit. Maybe there are cracks already beginning to appear in your lives and you're feeling a little bit shaky about the things that hit you. You see, the foundations are not seen. By all accounts, all of us here have secure foundations, but we don't really know until those storms hit. And in fact, in this parable, there's quite a few similarities between the builders. You see, the two builders both hear Jesus' words. They both build a house, and they both experience a storm. There's no difference. There's no obvious difference between these builders. But there are very noticeable differences. You see, we read that one listens and obeys Jesus' words. Their foundations, the locations where they build their house, are very different. And at the end, once the storm has passed, there is a great fall. I wonder... How deep are your foundations? Are you building them on God's word? Or are you building them on other securities? I wonder. Do you know, foundations are important. And the Bible tells us in 1 Peter 2 that when God... Spoke, he talked of a secure foundation, a cornerstone. Now, again, I'm not an architectural genius here or, or even a, an expert, but a cornerstone is the most important part of a building. It's the one that is laid first, and all other stones are set in place in reference to this cornerstone. Um, in 1 Peter 2, Verses 4 to 6. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious. Amen. 
We've said to Mike, good sermon, Mike. It's on. We've heard the sermons. We've heard these words a thousand times, maybe. But unless we put them into practice, it means nothing. John Stott, when commenting about this passage, said it could be referring to two Christians, two spiritual builders, two Christians. They go to church every Sunday. They attend all the prayer meetings. They read their Bibles. But one puts it into action. The other doesn't. And the storms come. The winds hit. The floods rise. And you'll see a difference. Practice what you preach. Notice the word is practice. We're not perfect. We will get it wrong. But when we're following Jesus' words, try to put them into actions. The whole Sermon of the Mount is all about putting our words into practice, all about hearing what Jesus says to us and putting it into practice. Love your enemies. Take the plank out of your eye. All of these things are not easy. Not once does Jesus say, follow me, I'm going to give you a lovely life and you have no storms. (coughs) Storms will come. And so your foundation needs to be secure. Because you see, life is not easy. Jesus knew that. Look at his life. He faced persecution. He faced accusations, lies, deceit, betrayal. He faced it all. But his foundations were in God, his Father. And when he faced the biggest storm of his life. When he went to Calvary, he faced it all for us. But even the storm of death could not hold him. And he rose again. Some of you will be facing different storms. But if you want to stay safe, make sure those foundations are deep. I know that a lot of the young people have been facing real storms in schools where people have been questioning their faith. Is there really a God? Why do you believe in him? How do you know that he's true? Stay safe, guys. Build your lives on the rock. Because the rock is secure. There's that amazing verse, isn't there? Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever. He doesn't change. He won't let you go. But put his words into practice. And you will be safe. Do you know what? There was a... um, I was Googling. It's amazing what you can do nowadays, isn't it? Googling Wikipedia and all that stuff. I was Googling the greatest storm ever to hit the UK. And in 1987, there was a 
an horrendous storm. I was 17, so you can work out how old I am now. I was 17 years old. And it was basically the worst storm in 200 years. Winds were up to 100 miles an hour. The southern coast of Britain was battered with this storm. And I was stuck on a train. I was coming home from university because my granddad was dying. The train line had stopped. There were no trains running. And my mum had said, you need to come home, your granddad's dying. And I was only travelling from Swansea. And I got to Newport. And the message came across, quite a familiar message nowadays. There's no trains running. I sat on this train being buffeted by the storms. And I was desperate to get home to see my granddad before he died. I got off the train, got to the platform, and I used one of those old-fashioned things called a landline. Do you know them? I rang home, and I said, Mum, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. There's no trains running from Newport. And she said, Babs, it's too late. Your granddad's died. That was a storm. And I rang my next-door neighbour, and he came and got me from Newport. But I tell you what, my faith has never been stronger. Storms will come, and they won't blow a tree down in your life necessarily. They won't rattle your windows. They will buffet you from all sides. But if your foundations are secure, you will be safe. To this day, I know that my foundation is Jesus Christ. This doesn't mean that I'm oblivious to storms when they hit. It doesn't mean that things are easy. Because when the rains come down and the floods come up, and the wind's hitting you from all sides. That is a mighty storm. But I am safe because my foundation is Jesus. And he is the rock. He is the cornerstone. Friends, I don't want you to let your house fall down on that sand. I don't want you to face the final storm of judgment without a secure foundation. Dig deep, guys. Build your life on Jesus and his words. And don't just build them on his words. Do what he says. Read the Bible and put it into practice. Practice what you preach. Because one day, those storms will come. And once it's passed, you'll still be standing. Build your life on Jesus Christ. 
because your foundation is secure. And just to finish, how deep are the foundations of your life? What are you building your life on? Because the question isn't whether you respect the words of Jesus or even believe the words of Jesus. It's about whether you do what he says. Because only when the storm comes will your true foundations be revealed. Let's pray. Dear Father God, I just thank you for your words. I thank you for the Bible. Though we have a record of all the things that Jesus has said, all the things that you teach us through it. And Lord, I pray, just as it says in James, that we would not just be hearers of the word, but that we would be doers of the word. That our foundations will be set in you. You, our cornerstone. And that when those storms come, and they will come, that we will stand secure because our house is built on you. Lord, don't let us be like those that don't know you. Don't let us be like, be like those who listen to your word and do nothing. But help us to fix our foundations on you, to dig deep, to practice what we preach, and to stay safe in your loving arms. I thank you for our friends here. I thank you for your word. But most of all, I thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Thank you for watching. For more information, please visit our website, abgavenibaptist.co.uk.